I'm Jasmine. I'm Alyssa. I'm Rhiannon. And this is Books, Books Between, Between Brother-in-Laws. Brother well, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Yeah. It's uh, nice to see you guys. Nice to see you, too. I see. I forgot my drink outside. Oh, man. It sucks to be you. And I also already finished the gin and tonic. Y'all be upset. Oh, <laughs> Too tasty. Too tasty. I'm, I'm trying to get this one down so I could go for the blackberry one. Is that a real piece of ice that you have in there, or is that a fake piece of no, ice? No, these are fake ice. Okay, that's what it looked like because it floats. So it doesn't get watered out. Okay. Do you think that's classier to have fake ice? Or I think is it it's classier. Day classier. When it's stone cubes. Oh, I have stone, stone cubes are the unclassies. It's not about being classy. Well, life is about being classy. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I was just about to say that. That's just it's all not about not watering down. See, the thing about the classy, <laughs> from one classy man to another, I'd like to. <laughs> and this is this is from a very bougie person. So yes, but see, I feel like all of us are pretty bougie when it comes to our liquor. Yeah, I don't I, like. I cheap would say booze. so. No, it's nothing worse because we're all classy, except for. Our wives. Our wives. Our wives. Our wives. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. I meant their taste in liquor is not bougie and not classy. They are very classy. Yeah, so I'm going to do the Blackberry one next. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to do, that Blackberry one now? I'm going to make it into a, um, I'm going to make it into a martini. a nicer chair. Because a classier chair. Classier chair. Sorry, what were you saying? You're going to make your drink into a martini? The blackberry gin. Oh, that sounds tasty. Classy. Yeah. Very classy. <laughs> yeah. So what do I got to do then? I just got to take the gin and mix it with some vodka. Mm-hmm. Little vermouth. I don't little think. Little vermouth. Would you, do you mix the gin with vodka to make it a martini? You yeah. would just do a gin instead of vodka. It's a, there's a name when you have. No, that's when you have both a dry and sweet vermouth. It'd be a play on a martini. Well, a typical a martini tape, is a classic like gin and vermouth, right? Yes. Right. But then it, what is it called when you have sweet and dry vermouth? I don't know. Because a gin martini is not called a martini. It's called vermouth. something. That's true. I didn't know that there was. No, I'm saying I oh, didn't yeah. know that there was there's different vermouth. There's a sweet one, maybe red wine. Oh, wow. But usually I Very just classy. do Very no classy. gin. I usually just do a vodka martini. Martini. I'm not a martini drinker unless it's like a really good vodka because I can't just drink vodka straight. Yeah, I don't care. They ask me what kind of vodka, and I'm like, whatever. Just make me a martini. Whatever? Yeah. Whatever? Whatever Their houses. And I like it. I mean, you could do Skull's vodka and you would taste that. Like, that would. That would be some dirty, dirty vodka. I would make it dirtier then because. <laughs> so then you're just drinking olive juice with olive juice flavored vodka and, and extra olives. I feel that it's delicious. See, martini's not my. So um, this week, I we've been talking about alcohol a lot. This has been some fun. I've banter, got a little. But we're doing bartender book. We're talking about the inheritance games this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the book? I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty funny because it was kind of so based off. What I read is kind of like a, a spoof on Hunger Games. Oh, it was like a spoof scary book. movie. Yeah, got it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've that, seen some of those spoof movies before. Yeah. A spoof on. Yeah, it was, it was fatness ever clear. That was the main character. <laughs> fatness ever clear. 
in the game. Wow. So it was a it was really on the nose spoof. Like there was yeah. it was no highbrow humor in this book. Not no, what I no. got. But it was a yeah. comedy book, is what you're telling me. Yeah. The only thing that changed about the book, though, that was that the the whole idea of the games changed. So it's called the Inheritance Games. The reason why is instead of putting them all in an arena, and they all have to kill each other, instead they all just drew names out of a hat, and then the first person <laughs> to kill their grandparents got <laughs> That's funny. She clearly didn't read the book. <laughs> so it was quite a story they took down. As they were all the grandparents were all in hiding, and they were hunting them down. What I thought was weird is that the book was actually done in the first thirty pages because the grandparents didn't move very fast. So the rest was kind of just like a day-to-day life of the characters. Yep. It was very mundane, I felt like, after that first couple chapters. Yep. They got those grandparents pretty fast. I, it, was a, it was a really big risk the author took to, yeah. uh, to Have do so that. many blank pages. <laughs> the entire back half of the book is actually blank. I don't know how they came up with the like They could have just saved You know they have three more books out. They have this. Okay, well then, it will most likely be a new set of grandparents. <laughs> Every year they draw new hats, new names out of the hat, and they go after those grandparents. So. Got it. Oh, okay. I don't know why anyone would have kids at this point. Um, I mean, what are you guys doing? Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. We were we were doing the podcast for you. This is our podcast, though. I know, but we read the podcast. So we we <laughs> give it a try. We give it a shot. two seconds i mean i honestly think we did that intro better but i mean what was that i don't know the inheritance games where they kill the grandparents what okay well that's what you get when you have uh two husbands and uh, your father do take over your podcast just a bunch of talk about alcohol and a nonsense about a book that they haven't read clearly, clearly. <laughs> not read except for dad he read the book so well, he's like, he what are you guys talking about? No, he didn't read the book. He read, he the, read, second the, second book. Book. He read the second book. <laughs> he completely skipped the first book, jumped into the second one, and he's like, hmm, it's a little confusing, but okay. <laughs> oh, man. Well, before we get into the book, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. I'm tired today. We just moved, so... I'm like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Moving's hard work. It is. I've been sick for the past three days. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you got what I had, but I was hit pretty hard. And I think I broke a blood vessel oh. or something in my eye from blowing my nose too hard. Oh, no. So it hurts still after like a week. Dang. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Stop blowing your nose so hard, Jess. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was rough with it. <laughs> She's like, you will come out. <laughs> I will breathe. Um, but that's why we missed you guys last week. I know that's our first time missing um, a week of podcast. But we actually are changing our platform again. I feel like I said this last episode, but we are going to be releasing an episode every two weeks now. And um, that way we just have a little more time for 
reading the book. For me. Not naming names. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone knows by now. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have a, a bunch of fun videos out too on social media. Yeah. So that'll be nice. Yeah. That way we can get together more, do some more social media content. Um, and then just more uh, planning so that we can make sure to give some quality episodes for you guys where we actually seem like we have a direction in our conversation. So hopefully you guys will um, keep listening with us as we keep talking about these books. We're also um, moving away from doing a two episode per book plot um plot idea i don't yeah. know <laughs> um, out, i guess yeah <laughs> and we're just gonna be talking about the entire book um and our thoughts on it so yeah yeah how's that feel you guys feels good yep. yeah awesome well we're gonna be talking about the inheritance games today by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. We will talk about what it's really about. <laughs> what it's really about. Um, not the weird... Um, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, Hunger Games. Has- Bootleg. <laughs> Version. That's the... That's the uh, what's, what's it called when you do the... Um, the parody? Spoof. Oh, yeah. Spoof. Parody spoof. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's that version. <clears throat> we'll, we'll have them re- write that book and then we'll pitch it to Jennifer Lynn. There you go. <laughs> Um, but this book is about Avery Grams. Um, she is a high school student and she doesn't have a lot of money. She lives with her sister. Um, neither of her parents are around. Her mom passed away. And so um, just kind of down on her luck and um, trying to nose to the ground, uh, get through high school so that she can get the job that she wants. And then um, she randomly gets called into her principal's office and learns that she is the she is inheriting something. She doesn't know what, but she's part of some inheritance of Tobias Hawthorne, who she's never heard of, doesn't know anything about. But he's a billionaire and she learns that she has inherited his billions because he wrote her into the will, giving his family very little uh, part of that inheritance. So she is needing to move into this mansion with the family that has four grandsons of Tobias Hawthorne. And each of them have their own views of Avery coming in and inheriting what they were expecting to inherit. And um, there's two main brothers that are becoming part of Avery's circle, like a a love triangle developing uh, with Grayson, who is convinced that Avery is somehow conning her way into this family, somehow like convinced her grandfather or the grandfather somehow to give away the billions to her. And then Jameson, who's like, no, our grandfather's all about the riddles and the puzzles and you're just part of his bigger picture so that is what the inheritance games are about we follow avery and the four brothers as they try to solve the game yeah there there's a lot to this book i feel like um 
Yeah, a lot going on. I think she did a really good job. I, I personally, I really liked the characters a lot. Um, I thought she she made the characters really strong. Um, I also think she did a really good job throughout the story of, like, there's a lot of really intense moments and, like, Avery going back and forth between thinking that she's safe in this house and then not feeling safe um, and not knowing if there's somebody who wants to harm her or not. And um, I thought that that was really strong about the story. I will say that the ending for me was not as strong as I was hoping. Um, I feel like it could have been stronger, but I also feel like depending on the other two books, it could like that could redeem it for me. Cause I, I know she was trying to keep it open too, cause this is a series. So maybe that's why, um, she didn't want to like put everything in the, the first book. She wanted to leave some for, um, the next couple books. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I, I, I don't know. I think I was expecting a, a bigger ending. Hmm. I kind of disagree. I really like the way she ended it. Oh. I feel like it was a really good pathway into another book because of just the way it was open-ended and it kind of circled back into the beginning of the things that we didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. So I, I really liked it and I would, I was, I'm excited to read the second book. Yeah. Well, we don't want to give away the ending to you guys, but we are going to talk about some spoilers. So if you would like to read this book, we recommend pausing this episode reading the book and then coming back and listening to our thoughts even sending your thoughts to us if there's anything that you would like us to discuss or something that you picked up on thought was really good or didn't like um but i have some questions for you guys so if you inherited a billion dollar fortune what would you do with it that's too much money. Yeah. That's I'm too like, much I don't. <laughs> that's too much responsibility. I don't know if I want it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, yeah. That's, I don't even know. So I you don't would say, like, know. get that money away from me? Get that corn out of my face. I mean, <laughs> I think I would start giving it away, honestly. Alyssa <laughs> inherits the billion dollars, just gives it away to ransom people. <laughs> Alyssa's like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I would, not today, I mean, Satan. <laughs> I would change some lives, though. I mean, yeah, you would. Um, I'll take it <laughs> if you get that billion dollars. <laughs> That's so much money, though. Like, how do you even like? It is a lot of money. I like how in the book, though, she's kind of set up with. It's already in motion, I guess. That money's already in motion. So there's, you know, places that it's going. There's a couple of, you know, side um, charity endeavors going on. But those also make them more money. (laughs) It also makes her more money. But she has people, which is nice. So that would be my first thing, I think, too, is I would get people yeah, to help me manage it. I would not buy a mansion or a big house. I am convinced if I were to somehow come into money, I don't want to live in a big house. Yeah. This house, is this mansion is way too big. Yeah. Way too big. Yeah. Like for what? There's like <laughs> for what reason? secret passageways. There's trap doors. Like in Avery's room, her fireplace spins. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like people can come 
through that way and i was like uh-uh no there's literally wings like west wing <laughs> like yeah it, like, avery has her whole beauty and the beast <laughs> yeah there's a whole bowling alley there's a movie theater there's a whole bunch of just different recreation and more construction to like extend it even more yeah like, yeah. like each person had their own wing it sounded mm-hmm. like so yeah that's too much i would just still i would probably want to live in a nice area but i wouldn't want a huge house like i'm i'm serious like just like a a two-story house would be fine for me yeah i'd buy my own property and make my own house yeah that's a good idea yeah and then you could just have security around it and and all Mm -hmm. that i think that was the one thing about the story where i was like how does she keep running into people like when the house is this big, she would just yeah. go into a room and she's like, oh, here's this person. I'm like, no, that's not realistic. Right. Well, that's the other thing. There was like four different libraries. Yeah, I think there was five. Different. Five. Was there yeah. five? Yeah. Too much. But I would hire like a cleaning person and I wouldn't want to ever have to clean my house again. And then we were watching the Kardashians yesterday <laughs> and, and Courtney you know, they were just having a family dinner and they had a chef. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I would totally do that. I would have oh, a yeah. chef cooking my meals every day. I agree. Yes. Maybe a couple, few different chefs. <laughs> oh, yes. Depending on what their specialty is. I don't know. I def- I love sushi. Like a sushi so chef. I want, yeah, yeah. I specifically want a sushi chef. But then I'm like, I don't want sushi all the time. Right. So. <laughs> Now she's getting into that billion dollar. (laughs) She's keeping that money. That doesn't even touch it, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's too much. That's too much. Not one person should not have that much money. It's a lot of money. AJ would keep it. (laughs) He he would. (laughs) I would have to secretly give it away. Here, here, girl, what you doing? All right. Well, another question, which of the four brothers, so there's Xander, Jameson, Grayson, and Nash, which of the four brothers did you like the most at the beginning? At the beginning? See, for me, I went back and forth from the very beginning between Alexander and Grayson, or not Grayson, sorry, Alexander and Jameson. Yeah. Alexander, he's the youngest. Yeah. yeah, I think I like Xander immediately out of all of them from yeah. the first impressions. Yeah. yeah, he's very likable, just very like, I don't know, he, he kind of gives you the youngest vibe. Like, he's just very, like, uh, optimistic and just happy and like, yeah, I yeah. think he was. And then <clears throat> Jameson was just more of like, I need to figure you out. <laughs> I like Jameson. Yeah. I like that. I like that he, he was, was more like, mysterious. Yeah, mysterious. Wanted to figure Grayson, I do not like. Yeah. He, he definitely seems very entitled. Pompous. Very yeah, very um nose in the air, like yeah. Just- Though he did intrigue me the most in the beginning because of how they described him with like the bleach blonde hair and the blue eyes and the sharp um features and everything i was like ooh. i immediately was like most excited about who would they cast as him out of all of them because i'm like that just sounds like really cool character like that's it's very unique like you don't see a lot of characters like that in in movies and tv shows for some reason when you were saying that i just pictured the guy from gossip girl um 
I can't remember his name. Uh, but the one that was uh, with Leighton Meester. Uh, are you talking about um, Penn Badgley? No. Um... Look. It's funny because she, when she was describing him, I thought of Alex Pettifer. See, I did. I did think about him. Um, I think my think is when I read about characters, I'm very like, it has to be like they describe him like to the T type <laughs> thing, because I'm like, that's what I'm thinking about when I'm reading a book. They describe them a specific way. So I'm like very protective of that. You know, what's funny is I did not remember that description at all. <laughs> I didn't see either. <laughs> I don't pay attention to the descriptions. I'm like, cool, good information. All I remembered was that he had like silver gray eyes. Yeah. Because they kept on saying that over and over again. I did not remember that he had bleach blonde hair. Yeah, no, he's supposed to have like, like very, very blonde hair. So it's Ed Westwick, who I was thinking Chuck from Gossip Girl. And no. not at all fits that description, not at all. <laughs> but I picture his hair getting dyed no. the really bleach blonde and then he can wear contacts or whatever but i don't know just for some reason <laughs> that's like what came into my head that, yeah i don't know i don't think i'd be on board with that one yeah well anyway <laughs> <laughs> um on the same topic of the brothers so there is that love triangle between um avery between and, and grayson and jameson so who would you choose between the two i think we kind of answered that but uh yeah i'd probably choose jameson just for the simple fact that he seemed like he cared more about her even from the beginning than grayson ever did yeah i i would I think I'm leaning to more towards Jameson, even though Grayson did start um, growing on me the further that you got into it. I just, I still think that, I don't know. There's issues with both of them, honestly. I yeah, think they both need the to thing. go to therapy and they both need to. <laughs> They're both rich boys. I mean, they both have their, their issues and they both need to stop going after the same girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, but that's the kind of weird thing, too. Like, the whole family's pretty toxic, and their mom is Sky Hawthorne. She has them call her Sky, doesn't want to be called mom. And I think even during the book, it talks about how really she had the sons just be for the inheritance. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and they each have different dads. Yes, yeah. which I was also kind of excited about because that just opens up the whole cast. Like, you can literally cast anybody because you don't know what the father's ethnicity is. Like, you can literally <laughs> cast anybody. Like, they could look completely different. I thought that was so cool. You know what I love is Alyssa hates movie adaptions. <laughs> <laughs> she just said, you know what I'm excited about? <laughs> No, it's exciting because I can make up however they look like in my head based off of the descriptions. And see, I am not completely against mo movies. I just, they have to do it right. Yeah. And a lot of times they don't. So Unless that's my, be in my the director <laughs> chair. I need to have that control. <laughs> She's like, nope, not like the book. Sorry. Nope. Get out of here. 
<laughs> yeah. There there are some movies that I do like that are based off of books. So. What's one? Um, I really liked why can why did I just base on it? Um I read shoot. Uh Ready Player One. Mm. I read that book and I really liked what they did with the movie. I think they did casting very well and everything. I think it just came alive. So there's one. I know there's other ones. I just I can't think of them on top of my head. But um, yeah, I mean, there's very specific ones. It's just majority of the time. I feel like they don't do it justice. Yeah. Well, if there's a movie that comes out for the inheritance games, it'd be interesting to mm-hmm. see what they do. Um, let's see. I think we all chose Jameson, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jameson would be who we would choose. Yeah, I agree. He's more of the romantic. He's more caring. He's more a human, hum, humanistic, humanizing. Hum, yeah. He's more word. human. I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far because he did view her as a game. <laughs> yeah, that, that is for majority of the book. I don't know if there's that, but I think like... I think he has more potential than Grayson does. Yeah, I'll take that. And his personality. I think Grayson's just very, like, maybe too mature for his age. Like, he just needs to relax more. Yeah. Yep. Um, You could tell that he kind of was the one that was a planner for his money, which was interesting because in the book they talk about how Tobias, their grandfather, raised them to have an interest in something and to go like all in on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could tell that Grayson was very much interested in the money part part of just managing a billionaire estate. Mm-hmm. Um, so another part of the story is that with the inheritance, Avery inherited uh, a bodyguard. Uh, and or a, basically like a whole security team, security team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Oren is her main bodyguard. And the question I have is, is Oren the worst bodyguard ever? <laughs> and um, the where I got this question from was online. And the context they gave was because he put her into an intentional car accident. So... If you recall, um, they um, were searching around the property, Avery and Jameson, and they got shot at. Um, They were shot at four times, I believe, and um, they didn't catch the person. Oren checked all of the security tapes, none of the family. They all had alibis. You could see them coming and going. Nobody that shouldn't have been on the property was on the property. They vet people before letting them onto the property, so... They couldn't figure out who did it. So in order to figure it out, they staged a car fiasco. <laughs> so they went on the, out on the town to buy some clothes. It was with um, Avery and Alyssa, her lawyer. Oren was driving. And, and Thea. Thea, who's one of the cousins of the Hawthorns. And they have a car that ends up like almost t-boning them and then they get into this car chase and into an accident and so they revealed that it was all staged Alyssa and Oren were in on it they staged it is that the worst thing that they I mean like couldn't they didn't 
they have other options. Like maybe they had multiple of the same SUV pretending that Avery was in one of them. I don't know. I mean, like, I, other I, ways around it. I don't think he intended, like, I don't think he intentionally tried to get in a car accident. I think they were just trying to draw him out. And so the car accident was just like, he could have, they could have drawn him out while she was shopping. He just happened to um, go after them when they were leaving the shopping. So I don't think that was really necessarily the plan. I think they were just trying to get him like reveal himself. Um, so I don't know. I think Oren definitely is um, safe, like safety first. Like he was had her on lockdown pretty much majority of the time. He was following her everywhere. Like he didn't let her out of his sight. Um, I mean, maybe a couple of times, but <laughs> neither here nor there. Nor there. <laughs> but it was only after the you know problem was eliminated that he let her out of his sight so other than that he was just like he was following her everywhere so I don't think so I think I think maybe it wasn't the best plan but I don't think they were intentionally trying to put her life in danger what do you think Bree? I I didn't see anything wrong with it until you brought it up and I was like oh what do you mean was he a bad bodyguard that doesn't make any sense I feel like he was great this entire book um, I don't know. I kind of agree with Alyssa where like it wasn't their intentional plan to be in the car when they drew him out because they brought a bunch of bodyguards to surround her while she was shopping as well. So they had her in full protection the entire time, but it just so happened to be when they were in the car. But not only that, but he's had, you know, years and years and years of experience as bodyguarding. I don't think that even if they did plan for the possibility of them being in the car, that he wouldn't have had a way around that as well if that makes any sense yeah i don't think a billionaire just hires any security <laughs> i think they definitely have um they definitely vet them pretty well before uh, i i think any billionaire would vet security pretty well before hiring them yeah i don't know it's the whole other layer here that technically avery didn't hire that bodyguard that's Tobias's bodyguard. And we don't really like what it, we don't know how Oren really feels about Avery either because he's been around this family. So now this random girl has inherited the billions. I think he cares about whoever's going to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> like, <true>. honestly, <laughs> she's she's the billionaire. So I'm sticking with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right. Well, Oren is a good bodyguard that I think is the consensus <laughs> we came to. Um, let's see. Another question I have. What do you think the mother's secret is? So throughout the book, we learn that Avery has had had a good relationship with her mother. The mother played games with the, her constantly. It was kind of like a thing that they had. Um, you know, the quiet game or the floor is lava or just, I don't know, a ton of different games that they would play. They also would have secrets. So the the mom said it's good to always have secrets, but Avery, she would always figure out Avery's secrets. But there was one secret that her mother had that she kept saying, I have a secret. And Avery never learned what that secret was. What do you think the secret is? 
That's a hard one. I don't know. I feel like it, I mean, it has to have, I wonder if Tobias was the one who named her, honestly, because of Ooh. some things that happen in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I wonder if, I don't, I don't necessarily know what her mom's connection with the family is, but I almost feel like maybe either when she was pregnant or before she got pregnant, maybe this whole plan was put together for Avery. Possibly. It's an interesting theory. Um, that's the other thing we learn is that adding on to that, I have a secret. She also says, I have a secret about the day you were born. Mm. So it has something to do with her life. Which it is a weird coincidence that Avery was born on the same day that Emily died. Which, how would you even be able to control that? Honestly, like, that that's crazy. I mean, did did Tobias kill Emily, maybe? Because <laughs> um, he, well, think about it, though. He knew about it before anybody told him. He knew about it. So maybe there's a possibility he did have something to do with her death. And his grandsons are now carrying that burden of thinking they were the reason. Yeah, interesting. Emily is um, the daughter of the chef, and can't remember what the da the grandfather does. He's like a groundskeeper kind of person, I think. And they live on the property. And Emily and Rebecca are their grandkids that would come visit every summer. They eventually moved in with them, and had a relationship with the Hawthorne brothers and uh, Emily died a year before this whole book is taking place um and so that's a huge part of this is they think that maybe emily's death has something to do with these puzzles um read the book if you haven't to find out uh, more about that story but let's go ahead and take a break we will be back in a minute Welcome back. So we're talking about what we think Avery's mother's secret was. Um, it's inter It's definitely definite that it has something to do with the Hawthorns in one way or another. It's just interesting because Tobias's will changed 20 years prior, reducing everybody's inheritance. And then the one of the first things that um, a couple of the Hawthorns did was get a DNA test of, for Avery to see if she's somehow related. And it came back, no, that she's not a Hawthorne, not related in any way to the Hawthorns. So what is the connection? It's interesting. Yeah, that's the, that's the real puzzle. That's what I was hoping to learn at the end of this book. But I feel like maybe in the second book, that's what that one's focusing on. Or maybe it's at the very end. I don't know. But that's that i i have no idea like it that is really hard for me to figure out i i strongly hope that we don't have a luke and leia situation where oh, <laughs> she's kissing these boys and she's related to them well i mean don't dna tests kind of 
talk about if even if you're like kind of related to somebody like your close relative or something so i feel like you're pretty safe with the dna test coming back negative unless they're lying about it which i don't know why they would because they do want to find a loophole they want to or maybe her being related makes it more complicated and gives her more rights and that's why they lied about it Ooh, i don't know be. yeah but i mean i would think that she would want to see that dna test herself or the lawyers or the lawyers yeah yeah, yeah. interesting well we're gonna have to read the, the rest of the series i guess to find out because we do not find out in this book so we have a question that was sent in by a listener <laughs> Much of what we learn about Avery's current circumstances is influenced by information slowly revealed by the Hawthorne family. How does the past influence the present? Do our past mistakes define us? Meaning like the Hawthorne's past, I'm guessing. I think, I think, it, I mean, obviously there's that whole aspect of both uh, Grayson and Jameson thinking that they're responsible for Emily's death. So I definitely feel like a lot of their actions in this book are motivated by that guilt. Um, also, they grew up in this family of um, Tobias, definitely like constantly putting them through these mind games. Um, and um, I think that influences a lot of who they are, too, because that's that's basically what they were raised around. Also, we have to think about how 20 years prior, Tobias redid the will specifically because of something that happened to his son. And we were never let on to figure out what happens there either. So something in the past definitely did affect something in the future, because maybe if that thing didn't happen, then they wouldn't have been disowned by him. Yeah. And the will would have been different. Yeah, for sure. I I definitely feel like, though, even though um, a lot of their actions are based off of their really messed up family dynamic, that it doesn't have to necessarily be what their future is. I feel like, again, they all just really need therapy and, <laughs> and uh, or just some like closure or whatever. And I feel like, you know, I don't think anybody's path is set in stone i think you can be redeemed just because you're raised a certain way i don't think you have to necessarily allow that to influence how your life is going to go or i think it definitely there it, you know there's things that in our life that do shape us but i think you can definitely still have that control over what your life is going to be i feel like this whole thing is just a setup i believe that Tobias is still alive. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know. That's something that's talked about is that they weren't expecting him to die. Nothing led up to him dying. They also didn't talk about, I mean, he's old. So how, he was old, but how or when he died, like who was in the room, if there was anybody was in the room. With right. Him. Did anybody see him die? Like there's nothing. So was it an open casket? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with this family, though, it would have to be. I don't think anybody would try any proof. Yeah, they're like, this guy is always playing games with us. I need to see the body. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see the body. 
Um, I don't know. I think that there's going to be a plot twist there because if for those reasons. And, um, I mean, it's just not fair to Avery, I feel like. So she inherits these billions, not raised to do all these puzzles and games, whereas the boys were trained by the grandfather their entire life to do these games. And then it it's like a game to win the inheritance somehow. I don't know how, but somehow. And... Oh, actually, I did think of something... They there was a point in the book where Xander said that uh, his grandfather told him something right before he died. So maybe the family was there when he had passed. He could have just really acted out. (laughs) 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 Just sits there for like an hour, (laughs) waits for everybody to leave. I don't know if you can stop your own pulse. Yes. (laughs) Did they fill his pulse? I mean, I feel like. I mean, again, he plays mind game. I, I have trust issues, so I feel like if I was his granddaughter, I would be like, yeah, check the pulse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this old man plays too many games. I'm just saying. I'm not ruling it out. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting because, not to talk about the end too much, but when they do finish the final puzzle in quotations Avery's note that he that Tobias had left said I'm sorry Avery Mm -hmm. so is he sorry that this is all a game and she's gonna lose the inheritance because he's you know he's trained the boys to do these puzzles and it's just another big thing for them to earn their inheritance or is he sorry because of whatever the mother's secret is and tying that in you know there's something there yeah, I mean, maybe Avery is adopted. Maybe it's not even, I don't know. There, there's so many possibilities that it could be, honestly. There is, yeah. Any of our listeners out there, if you have any ideas or thoughts on what the mother's secret may have been, let us know. Don't give us any spoilers if you've already read the whole series. <laughs> but um, yeah, any any ideas or thoughts or theories that you guys have, let us know. Who would we be casting in the Inheritance Games? Okay, so <laughs> Alyssa was ready. I was, I was paying attention to these descriptions. It was still really hard. I feel like even with the descriptions... Um, so Avery, I was thinking somebody like Lily Collins. I can I, see that. I think that would be a really good casting. Um, did you guys have anybody for Avery? I wrote down Millie Bobby Brown just because it kind of gives me that. It's it's mo- more modern, but like the Enola Holmes um, movies mm. that she's done, you know, kind of puzzle theory, like thinking things out. I can see that. Or Natalia Dyer. From Stranger Things. Yeah. Are you thinking about who that is, Ray? Yeah. Nancy. Oh, okay. (coughs) Did you have anybody for Avery? I didn't have anybody for really anybody. I couldn't really (laughs) picture a lot of people for this. Yeah. We got Alyssa paying attention to all the descriptions. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let me go with uh, Libby. Libby, I had... uh, Jenna Coleman. I just thought she Ooh. would 
um, she would have that really good, like if dye her hair blue and like she could do the whole kind of like goth look that Libby has going on. And um, again, going back to my pick for Lily Collins, I feel like they kind of look alike, even though they're half siblings, too. So you could really you don't necessarily have to cast people who look that much alike. alike. But I think they look enough alike where they look like they could be half siblings. I can see her with the Talia Dyer, too. Yeah, that is true. They do They do kind of have similar look as well. So did you have anyone for Libby? Nope. That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think Grayson was the hardest one for me. Um, so I was looking up people that maybe would have the really blonde hair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just I Googled bleach blonde hair guy. Uh-huh. Zach Efron did that whole bleach blonde hair. Do you guys remember that? Really? Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not saying it looked oh, good. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, so Jared Leto actually has done it too. but he, No, it not was, Jared Leto. No, I wouldn't cast him. He, I think he's too old for the, the role, for sure. Definitely way too old for the role. But I definitely like his, his hair bleach blonde. I think he pulled it off really well. Um. But my picks was um, maybe Jamie Campbell, also Stranger Things. I saw that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's supposed to have really light eyes also. So I think that that was the hardest part is finding somebody with like the blonde hair with the really light eyes to pair it um, is really hard. And then but you I, don't have to start with blonde hair. Anybody can dye their hair. That's true. So but not everybody could it. pull it off. <laughs> like Zach, Zach Efron did not pull that off. <laughs> Um, so when I looked this up, I found, um, this guy who like is exactly what I thought, um, Grayson looked like. And I was like, oh, yes. You don't know his a, name? No, I oh. don't know his name. It literally just says Tumblr guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We need the Tumblr guy to come play this role, please. But like, literally <laughs> that's exactly how they described him. Just put him in a suit and like he he's Grayson so yes post it on social media see if any of our followers know who it is (laughs) right and then but if we are looking for an actual actor the other person I thought about is um Peyton Meyer I think he was in a show you watched Ree um Meyer yeah he this guy oh yeah he was in um Girlmates World yeah there you go. And I think he kind of has, he has a very, because this is taking place in Texas, and he kind of has like a very Texas kind of look to him, Yeah, in my opinion. So um, his hair needs to be lighter, but I think he's also a good pick. Um, no, nobody for Grayson, no. Jess. <laughs> no, I ended at Avery. <laughs> Did you have anybody else, Ree? For Grayson? For for any of them. For anyone? Um, I pictured Oren, and I can't think of his name. <laughs> That's the one person I did not picture. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't really describe him. Yeah, they? he could literally be any. I just, I imagine him being kind of like a bigger muscly guy, just like a security guard kind of. I He's been in movies, and I just can't think of his name. So not to jump around too much, but this is one more person I did see that could play Avery. Melina Wiseman. She's the girl that played in um, a series of unfortunate events. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never seen her in anything else, but I okay. can totally see her for that role. Yeah, she would be a good pick. I like that one. For Nash, he was very, he leaned very heavily into that Texas uh, persona. He was very country boy, cowboy hat, belt buckle, cowboy boots is what I pictured him as. So Sam Claflin. Okay, I see that. See, I struggle Ooh, with that. The yeah. only person I could come up with was Chris Evans. I was like, no. oh you always think of Chris Evans all the time. I was like, Chris Evans just, in every movie. Just every movie. Like, I, I don't think anybody would uh, feel bad about that. No, no. I mean, he did get voted um, Sexiest Man Alive this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't ask me how I know that. I just, I just do. Uh, Alyssa's on the fan club. Yeah, <laughs> we don't think we need to ask how you know that, Alyssa. Uh, um alexander a uh, first person that i thought of was jordan fisher but he i think he's too short because alexander's supposed to be the tallest one out oh. of his brothers <laughs> just put him on some stilts but like that's literally immediately i was like oh jordan fisher is would be perfect for that role for tobias hawthorne uh donald sutherland that's fine with me i'm like just get any old man <laughs> Any old man on his deathbed. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's an ad. Oh no. I mean, unless he plays a bigger part later on, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> you like need a picture. Put him into the movie more. So like yeah. training the boys as they're coming up, doing those puzzles. That is true. Him, you know, coming up with the will, or I don't know. There's there's room for him in a movie. Oh, for Sky, I did think of somebody for Sky. Because she, just her personality kind of fit into what I was picturing for this, I guess. But did you guys ever watch the Umbrella Academy? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember, I don't remember her name, but the chick who like basically killed off the organization's leader? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that chick. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. Um, She has the white hair in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and she's the one with the suitcase the whole time. <laughs> just like, sure. Let me. I can see if I can. I was trying to remember who Sky was. I was like, Sky, but the mother, then, the mother. But talking about Umbrella Academy, um, <laughs> Jameson. I was thinking Robert Sheehan. Um, Is that the short little guy? Short, oh, Klaus. This. Guy. Uh, oh, I like him. I think he would be really good for Jameson. Yeah, I could see that. He had the, because his description was medium hair, um, yeah, medium hair, dark green eyes, and he's lean. And I was like, that's literally him. He'd be perfect. And then for um, the lawyer, Alyssa, or, um, yeah, Alyssa, I pictured um, Amy Carrero. Um, I don't think, I don't know, I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff. Uh, but she was in, have you guys ever seen Young and Hungry? Yes. So she was like the best friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I thought she would be a really good pick. I feel like either Cole or Dylan Sprouse could play one of the brothers. See, yeah. for Sky. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. And uh, I don't know who this person is. Uh, but Lucky Blue Smith, he looks like a Grayson person. 
That's the same guy. Oh, that's the, the Tumblr guy. The Tumblr guy. We found, found his name. Guy. Oh, <laughs> lucky. That's funny. How, lucky blue how lucky was that? <laughs> Where do you find that? Just on my cast.com. Io. Oh, is, is that where people did like? Is that fan casting? Yeah, fan casting. Look, I picked a fan cast. I didn't even know she did. The Tumblr <laughs> guy, Lucky Blue. Snow. I'm on board with that. With the fans. With the fans. With the fans. With the fans. <laughs> Give the fans what they want. <laughs> fans for the fans. <laughs> All right. Well, it'd be great to see a movie out of this. So, um, whoever's listening, we've given you some ideas. Now make the movie so that we can watch it. Um, but how many stars out of five would you give this book? I feel like I need to read the whole series. Um, but just based off of this one book, I'm going to say I would give this a mm, four out of five. Okay. I was going to say like a 4.5 out of five, out of five for me. I have to agree with Alyssa. Need to read the whole series to know that our questions get answered. Nothing gets left hanging. So I'm going to reserve my stars and I'm going to put it at a 3.5 for now. Wow. And then it, it can improve the first book based off of the next books. Which What, what a sucker punch. <laughs> <laughs> Come for her, Jennifer. <laughs> I'm kidding. So our producer just handed me some information saying that Amazon is going to be adapting the Inheritance Games into a TV series. No. No. Why do you say no? I mean, I was reading a book and they just put it into a Netflix series and they casted it all wrong. <laughs> so It is a whole different cast that you get. Com- with TV series compared to movies, to movies I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that. It'll that was quick, though. She just like she started releasing these books in 2020, right? And it already has a TV series coming out. That's I think it go was Jennifer. Really go Jennifer. Yeah, I think they jumped on it. They're like, oh, this was this was a really popular series, so they jumped on the fact that. It could make a lot of money, probably. I guess that's really true. Like, it's been for the past, like, several years, um, making books into movies and, you know, redoing old movies and all that has been really big. And it's a very different world that we live in now. And I feel like that's why The Uglies didn't get its own um, movie or TV show or anything until now. Because back, you know, when it came out, it wasn't as big of a thing to do that. So, yeah. It'll be interesting. You never know. There's people waiting in the wings all the time to become big movie stars. So we Amazon, book. give the fans what they want. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Amazon. <laughs> it worries me that it's Amazon also. I don't. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. I was like, Amazon? Like what? TV yeah. shows? I'm trying to think of an Amazon original. <laughs> and I know there are ones, but none that I'm really big on. Yeah. Rhiannon? <laughs> There's, there's one, but I, I don't think I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, that is all for the Inheritance Games. We hope that you guys are piqued in your interest to read this book if you haven't. <laughs> 
to finish the other two that are in the series, the Hawthorne Legacy, the Final Gambit. Also, Jennifer Lynn Barnes did just recently post an um an update that there is another book coming out. And I'm not quite sure how it fits into the series. It doesn't seem like it's part of the trilogy per se, but um, it's a book that's going to come out about the brothers. Hmm. And um, it is called... Kind of maybe like a prequel? Possibly, yeah. Um, It is called The Brothers Hawthorne. Interesting. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah, me too. So we'll see. Um, and it actually, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is just a continuation. I don't know really how much longer they can draw that out. <laughs> but the book says there is nothing more Hawthorne than winning. Hmm. So it'll be interesting. That is one more thing before we wrap up that I forgot to mention. How beautiful is the cover of this book? Yeah, it is really pretty. I really liked the style of it, actually, because she has that on all of three of the books. Yeah, all of the books have very intriguing covers. The cover of this one, The Inheritance Game, says, She came from nothing. They have everything. Let the games begin. And woven into the cover is a bunch of like Easter eggs uh, Mm -hmm. about different things that they talk about in the book or different clues that they use. So take a look at the cover as you read this book to try to identify those Easter eggs. Yeah, I thought that was really ingenious. I liked it a lot. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for this week's episode. We will be back in two weeks on December 13th, and we will be featuring a special guest, uh, author from the UK, Natalie Hibbard, and she will be talking about her books, Inside Out and Family Ties. So until next time, bye. Bye. for listening to books between sisters if you are a book lover and enjoyed our discussion we'd love to hear more from you please feel free to follow us on twitter or instagram or both at bbs underscore pod you can also send us book suggestions or questions at books between sisters pod at gmail.com or if you'd like you can find us on ko-fi.com forward slash bbs podcast If you want us to buy us any coffee, books, or just donations of any kind.